The views expressed in the podcast you are about to listen to are the opinions of the presenter and the cast. None of us are official representatives of the companies we work for, and we are in no way responsible for what we say. If you are offended or otherwise afflicted by these opinions, please push the unsubscribe button in iTunes and go do something else. This is the Animation Conversation Weekly News for October 29th, 2009. I'm Arndal Saxel. And Pat. Oops, that's it. I'm podcasting from inside a can of spaghetti. My name is Morten Oli. And we will be guiding you through the show. We will have, as always, cool animation news for you. And Yaprak is also ready with a book review. And this week's movie review, DreamWorks Prince of Egypt from 1998. But first, this week's animation conversation news. So uh, I just thought I'd mention two quick pieces off. Firstly, um, there's uh, a movie clip at TED.com. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's an amazing website. I spend way too much time there. Uh, but there's an interesting clip from um, the guys behind Benjamin Button and how to create digital humans. Uh, probably a lot of you animators out there are, uh, are um, <laughs> getting cold ch- uh, shutters down your backs now, but it's uh, it's actually very interesting, and it's uh, it, to be honest, what he shows, it's spectacular. It looks amazing, and it's you can always start to wonder if they actually passed the uncanny valley, uh, but it's worth checking out. We'll post a link to it on the, the show notes. Uh, and second, uh, I just want to mention there's an interview over at slashfilm.com with uh, John Muskers and Rowan Clements, the directors of The Princess and the Frog, and it's a, it's a quite interesting read, so you should check that out. Hmm. You should probably also listen to the uh, animation podcast interview with John Musker and Rowan Clements, if you haven't already heard it. I guess it's a couple of years old now, so there won't be much talk about The Princess and the Frog, but great interview. Um, I wanted to mention, because... Uh, Last week we talked about uh, Marion Max, which you haven't seen. But this week, Robin. Uh, Robin. Yeah. <laughs> this week uh, they announced that you can get Mar- Marion Max on uh, demand on a what bunch of that sites. Mean? That means that you can download it, pay for it, and download it. Do you get to keep the copy, or does it kind of expire after a while? I guess uh, that depends on the service, but. For now, this is... I, I'm guessing this is in the States only. Uh, but you might be able to fake your IP address. You like with Hulu? Some, some, some tunneling. Uh, there are some softwares where you can do some tunneling through the, through the interwebs and um, <laughs> get your hands <laughs> on it. Sounds very advanced. Yeah, you might be able to figure it out. <laughs> Thanks for the encouragement. <laughs> I, I'll help you out. Um, 
So uh, that's that's your uh, chance to see uh, the amazing Marion Max movie. Also, there's a bunch of YouTube uh, clips uh, and some even some exclusive clips and some making of stuff uh, over at the animation com- the animation the animation blog dot com. Uh, we'll post a link in the show notes, and um, you should have a look at that. Excellent. Uh, I also want to mention over at Drawn, they're just uh, drawn.ca, excellent website. Uh, they mentioned last week that uh, you could, they, uh, iTunes has approved a new National Film Board's iPhone application. So basically it lets you watch tons of animated films Ooh. and documentaries from the National Film Board of Canada. Uh, the only Arbor is... Um, US only. That I don't know. <laughs> I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, it's, it's a streaming feature. I'm guessing you have to be online, but they also have uh, something that's called a watch later feature hmm. that lets you store the movies on your iPhone for up to 24 hours. Wow. So uh, Maybe if, if you have uh, one of those jailbreak iPhones, you'll be able to rip, uh, rip the movies. You prob- uh, that I would not know, but it's, it's def- it sounds really cool. Uh, but I'm definitely going to check it out on my iTouch. It, it might actually be uh, US only, though. Because, you know, agreements with uh, all kinds of uh, countries uh, aren't always uh, in place when they do uh, deals like that. Well, I guess we'll figure out soon enough when we get hopefully get to try it out. Yeah. And in unrelated news, uh, there are clips from the Pixar short, Doug's Special Mission, which will be on the um, Up Blu-ray and uh, DVD. Um at theanimationblog.com again uh, of course this is uh, US only <laughs> again but I'm guessing you <laughs> might be able to, be to hack this day. one as well yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you, you should do some uh, tunneling uh, some IP tunneling and uh, get your hands on the, the, the clips but um, I, I thought that uh, the Blu-ray was already out in the States in the DVD for up? yeah wow so I don't know what's up about that, but um, maybe it's for Europe only. I, don't, I have no idea. Maybe it's a special edition, but there will be a short anyway uh, called Doug's Special Mission, and we're looking forward to that. All right, and uh, now over to Yaprak's yeah. book review. Hello, everybody. This is Yaprak Muralu for your book review corner. When I was at school in the animation workshop in Denmark in 98, there were these uh, photocopied notes that were passing around. They were in forms of booklets, and uh, they were world stance-filled notes, animation notes. I think there were six or seven of them, and there were two main summary books. I have read them very eagerly, and I had learned a lot about them back at school. Recently, the Academy Award-nominated producer Don Han, Disney's, producer, who produced films like uh, Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King, has edited these old photocopies into two brilliant books. They are called Drawn to Life, 20 Golden Years of Disney Masterclasses by Walt Stansfield, edited by Don Han. First, a little bit about the author. Walt Stansfield, born in 1919, died in 2000, was an American animator. He began his career at Disney in the 50s, and um, I think he worked on every full-length animated feature film, from um, Adventures of Ichabo and Mr. Todd in 49, throughout um, The Great Mouse Detective 
in 86. In the 70s, Stansfield started this um, a training program for new animators, along with animator and director friend Eric Larson. He held regular uh, weekly drawing classes and lectures for the crew, and among his students were people like Brad Bird, John Lasseter, Don Bluth, John Musken, Ron Clements, Glenn Keane, Andreas Deja, and Mark Han. In the mid-80s, Stansfield taught weekly gesture classes, drawing classes, for the entire studio, and at the end of each class, he grabbed a few drawing, drawings that inspired or challenged him. Then he passed them on with his uh, uh, handwritten uh, tips on them. And uh, these um, papers are actually what today have composed these photocopied lectures that we're passing around and that have been published into these two books now. And now about the books. They have been published by Focal Press and... Uh, there are two black and white books of about 400 pages each, and they're a collection of masterclasses taught by Walt Stansfield at the studio. I think they are treasures for any student to have, and also for professionals, of course. I read them as a student, so I don't remember everything very accurately. But um, it's, maybe some people thought it was uh, more towards uh, orientated towards cleanup and uh, that kind, but it's so much not. It's a book connecting everything in the animation industry. It's about um, drawing, it's about composition, animation, sketching. He, he goes over the principle of animation, he defines the line of action, he uh, gives brilliant tips about drawing. I remember uh, that I was reading about drawing. He was saying something like, uh, concentrate when you draw. Maybe like when you draw a nose, think that you're drawing a nose. And when you're drawing the top part of the nose, think that now you're drawing the top part of the nose. And when you're doing the nostril, think that you're drawing the nostril. And honestly, when you think and concentrate so much about what you are at that moment drawing, that that nose actually becomes really a beautiful nose. <laughs> He talks about perspective and um, foreshortening in the face as you draw along, or the body. He talks about silhouette and nice composition and how to make readable poses, like how everything in the composition should point out towards that pose or that idea that you have at that moment. And alongside all of this, you have fantastic um, Disney key poses to illustrate all of his ideas and all of his thoughts. It's so brilliant. And then the thing I had used so much after reading, and I, I bet you're all, all doing it, but me, it started with reading it on this book. It was about when you draw a very complicated figure, start with geometrical simple forms and work yourself through them afterwards. And he talks about how to draw the eye, and he talks about tangents, which I think are so important and not so much taken care of. It's a you know, it's when many lines connect in one simple dot and that kills the perspective. And that can happen in very busy corners of uh, the body, like uh, the sleeves or when you wear a hat and the connection between the hat, the hair and the ear, for instance. And it's so easy to make tangents, but it's actually very easy also to not make them. <laughs> he talks about uh, straight against curves and how to avoid lazy lines. He has fantastic tips about, tips about uh, animation as in weights and... Um, how to use opposite forces, where, where the two parts of the body move oppositely, like uh, when Baloo lifts his head. But with, with the hand, he, he touches his neck downward, so it, it gives a very nice contrast in the acting. He gives tips about um, 
Good key poses and storytelling tips about gesture, poses and moods. And just as I speak now, I'm 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 looking into the book and I'm just drooling all over <laughs> Milt Call's uh, frame key poses that are inside of it. And they're brilliant chapters about uh, uh, they're called action analysis and body language versus sketches. And so if you're a professional, you have probably used all of these things during your career, but um, I think it's so brilliant to have them all like this printed in these two very nicely printed books. And I will definitely start reading them again because I see there are a lot of things that I had forgotten or not taken really care of. And these parts about sketching are really good. And if you're a student, please, please get this and read it. It will just make you a better animator. If you can't afford it, there are other means. Check the internet. But the moment you can afford it, please buy it. <laughs> and um, that's it for this week. And uh, until next time, be well and animate. Hadebra! Thank you, Aprok. That was great. Uh, now for this week's classic movie review. We just saw DreamWorks' The Prince of Egypt from 1998. It was directed by Brandon Chapman, who is uh, one of the directors on Bear and the Bow uh, uh, over at Pixar. Uh, and Steve Hickner, who is a storyboard artist on the Kung Fu, Pan- Kung Fu Panda upcoming Whoa! something. Upcoming, what is it? Yeah, is it a short? I think it's a feature film. Oh, it's the it's the uh, second uh, Kung Fu Panda movie. It might be, The Furious uh, Five. Yeah, great research. Yeah! And <laughs> and uh, the third director, Simon Wells, who directed The Time Machine in two thousand and two, and uh, who is also on Mars Needs Moms. Sounds like a great flick. <laughs> uh, who's coming out in two thousand and ten? Yes. But he- first, here's the trailer. In a world of power and mystery. A child is discovered by a queen. Come, Ramesses. We will show Pharaoh your new baby brother, Moses. And raised in the family of a mighty dynasty. Second born, second place. They were the sons of a king. One was born to rule. I bear the weight of my father's crown. The other was chosen to lead. And you are not a prince of Egypt. What did you say? Ask the man that you call father. Can't stay here any longer. Moses! No! All I've ever known to be true is a lie. Let go of your contempt for life before it destroys everything you hold dear. I will not be the weak link. Soldiers, they're coming! There shall be a great cry in all of Egypt, such as never has been or ever will be again. Ramesses, let my people go! Discover the mystery. Experience the majesty. Believe in miracles. Feel the power of the greatest adventure of all time. The Prince of Egypt. (laughs) 
So I'm just going to try and give a short recap of this week's uh, movie review, as always, um, or of the movie, actual movie. So it's basically the story about Moses that we all know from the Bible, or should know. I realized that I'd forgotten so much from when I was a kid. Um, so DreamWorks adaptation, I'm not sure how close it is to the original book, if you will, but it's... Um, Basically, it's the Prince of Egypt is uh, declaring that all of uh, all the youngest men or kids are supposed to be killed because the the Hebrews are getting too uh, too big, and uh, so in trying to save her kid Moses's mom puts him in a basket. You all know the story. He ends up over at the, magically over at the. Uh, what would that be? The queen of Egypt? And she takes care of him and adopts Moses and he grows up believing he's a prince. And um, things don't go quite as planned. No. I think people know the story quite well, so I'm not going to spend too much time <laughs> on it. Um, Funny you should say that because I actually didn't know the story. You're kidding me. I never you, really... You, you, come on, you must have known it in like the, 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 the broad terms. The yeah, I, I I knew about the ending and I knew some of the stuff in between, but I didn't really have the whole picture in my head. But this is this is supposedly be um, it's supposed to be um, straight from the Bible, kind of just uh, that they did a couple of uh, you know storytelling minor tweaks. tweaks. <laughs> yeah, minor tweaks. But it's they they apparently um, uh, conferred with the six hundred plus. Um, uh, religious uh, experts on the, the facts of the movie, so that sounds a lot. <laughs> uh, that, that's really a big, uh, big that's, budget that's, Hollywood production. Yeah, it's, it's just like one short of actually calling Jesus and asking how did it go down? Oh, sorry, how Jesus, but God. <laughs> that may actually be why this movie was uh, the the most expensive movie ever made in the states uh, at the time, like uh, animation movie. It, probably a lot of religious people putting money into it. Yeah. I'd, like to, I'd like to know how it did, though. I, I never checked that out. Uh, Neither did I. But I know the single did uh, really well oh, with boy. Mariah Carey. You kidding me? Did she do this? <laughs> I should have done research. I didn't know this. This was a surprise to me. I'm, I'm a huge Mariah Carey fan, for those of you who don't know. So uh, <laughs> I have all her albums and uh, blah, blah, No, But um, so did you She's, like... Yeah. So, yeah. Your impressions of the Prince of Egypt Island. Well, uh... I the 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 first uh, thirty minutes uh, I was uh, re I was really <laughs> I was really impressed by uh, you know the the, the the just the character animation and it, it's it's sort of super realistic uh, character animation I don't know if they rotoscoped it or they just did a lot of reference footage I believe probably the last feels, yeah it's, it feels very realistic but yeah. in a stiff way. But what I really like is the secondary animation, like uh, the cloth and uh, hair and stuff like that. That was really great. It's funny you should mention that, because one of the things that I actually... I just want to touch on the character designs, because on, on stills, I think the character designs look really well, but sometimes in movement, it just seems a bit off. Or at hmm. times, some of, the, some of the animation actually seems off-model, or it just looks uh, weird. Yeah. Or off-putting at times. Hmm. Uh, and I, but uh, talk, uh, again, on character designs, I, th I think some of the, the, the secondary characters, or a lot of the character designs, 
it's super nice and i really yeah. love it that it's not your it doesn't look like classical disney characters it's, it has a definite definite different feel to it and i, I must yeah. mention that the animal designs in this movie amazing yeah and uh, the animal the, 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 animation the yeah and the basket sequence at the beginning of the movie it's in, and the, the the design of the crocodiles and, and the, even the sheep and the camels and the mm. fish yeah. And even in when the plague, uh, the frogs, amazing. Uh, uh, to me, that was actually one of the, the things I enjoyed the most of them. Did you like the? Because you mentioned those scenes, and all of those have uh, 3D elements in it. Uh, they well, did the a mix technique. Se- I think it works. I mean, especially with the basket sequence, I thought that worked really well. The the CG water at the end, uh, not so impressive. <laughs> it kind of looks. <laughs> I thought it was okay. I, I was afraid yeah, it, it was going to be terrible, but it wasn't it looks, too bad. But it does look dated. I mean. The, yeah, the but other, but the other but I, I, feel I it, feel sorry. It blends it, the other places. I feel it blends more in with the, the the rest. It stands. Maybe it was intentionally done to have the water stand out. This is, but it just doesn't fit. I think. Mm. But I think it looks a lot better than what it did uh, when it for, for, was first released. I think they did a bit of compositing uh, before they did you the think re-release. They it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. Uh, I talked to Yaprak today, and she told me how much she hated the 3D uh, scene with the with the basket. And suddenly, yeah. I remembered uh, uh, the first time I saw this movie uh, quite a few years ago. Um, I I hated the, those elements m- uh, myself, but now I thought they looked great, and I had forgot about that. So I think they did some tweaks to it. It looks a lot better. Actually, I like this more than I remembered liking it. When yeah. Upon looking at it, re-looking, or re- what's the word for it? Checking it out again, or yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, Revisiting. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but acting-wise, I really feel it's at times extremely overacted, and it does feel like a, more like a Broadway play, like in the yeah. in like animated movie. And the musical numbers, nah. I wish they would have left them out. To be honest. Yeah, my my big problem with the musical numbers were that they. Um, they tried to mix it with some traditional, uh, I don't know what they would call them, folk tunes or <laughs> some uh, traditional music. And, and they tried to spice it up with strings and orchestra and, you know, uh, 100 uh, unit, uh, 100 pieces uh, orchestra. I didn't and mind that, actually. that didn't work for me. I didn't mind that. I, the, the, more, the, other, the thing that actually bothered me more is like, oh, we should, we should have songs. Yeah, but people don't like songs in animated movies. We should just keep them really short, like twenty second or mm. a minute long. And it's just if you're gonna do it, yeah, go do all it. the way. Otherwise, it just oh, let's sing for twenty seconds and then move on. It's just yeah. Uh, what did but, you think? But apart from that, the, the I thought the music was pretty good. Like the stuff that Hans Zimmer did with the, just the orchestra in between, that was pretty good. But I, I didn't like the. Tim Rice, the uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber sort of uh, stuff. I don't know who did that, but um, yeah. yeah. But I thought the voice, the voice cast was great, like sound, sound wise, really super, great. Yeah. Yeah. Val- Val- who was it? Uh, Val Kilmer is Moses, and then Ralph Fiennes is uh, Moses' brother, and Michelle Pfeiffer is his wife. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't uh, actually know, take note of any of the names, but I, I just liked them in general, and I didn't recognize any of the voices, but. Uh, yeah. Sandra Bullock's in there and Jeff Goldblum and uh, uh, yeah. let's uh, yeah thing, uh, before I forget um, the backgrounds in this movie yeah that that's really stunning Whoa. yeah it's epic huge uh, 
Yeah. You can really understand why this movie was so expensive apart from the religious experts, the 600 <laughs> religious experts. Uh, <laughs> I love your theory on how, okay, we're going to need, I don't know how many, $50 million to make this movie. $25 million goes into research. <laughs> yeah. And it's all... It's $10 all, million dollars in marketing and we have $50 million to actually make the movie. Okay. <laughs> but I guess like they did some research on uh, just uh, e what, what do they call it e Egypt Egyptology <laughs> stuff like that uh, <laughs> and that how how they looked you know the the look look of the the, the clothes they wore and uh, how the pyramids might have looked at the time when they weren't uh, as uh, yeah uh, old. <laughs> I love how how um, there's this one part in the movie. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's probably the same way in the Bible, but it just, to me, it just seems uh, a bit st strange. Uh, uh, it's when uh, when Moses sees the burning bush, and then uh, God says to him, uh, and he's like, "Oh, but no one's gonna follow me. No one's gonna listen to me. Oh, I don't know what to do." Blah 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 blah. And uh, then God says, "I will tell you what to say. Let <laughs> my people go." And like that's gonna work by itself. It, it, the way it's presented in the movie, it just to me, that just it felt a bit funny. Um, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure about the story. It was. Uh, it's. It's a lot of religious propaganda, and I. I you got uh, a lot of people on your neck by saying this. You know that. Yeah. Uh, You're gonna uh, get in trouble now. Yeah. Do I care? <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently not. But it, it is, and. Um, and on the IMDb site, uh, there's a bunch of heated uh, discussions about the movie, and some people are calling it uh, just a tragedy, and uh, <laughs> uh, you know all kinds of uh, negative stuff. And other people are uh, just uh, saying it's a great movie, but I don't know if it's historically correct or not. But it, I, I don't suppose think it matters. It should be if it's historically correct or not. I'm to me, to some people, it probably does. Yeah, but it, <laughs> to me, it's. It was actually banned in a few countries. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Every time <laughs> religion is mentioned, it always stirs up uh, controversy. Uh, I'm actually, in yeah. one, one respect, I mean, kudos to DreamWorks for, for putting out a religious movie because it's, uh, yeah, it's a really I bold movie. I think there's movie. a lot of fires you have to put out when doing, yeah. uh, doing stuff like that. I know that uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg uh, pitched this movie to um, to Disney quite a few times before he uh, went right. and did his DreamWorks thing. Uh, so, but Michael Eisner uh, didn't like it, so uh, it should have been a Disney movie originally, but it wasn't. I'm so. actually kind of glad it's not. Yeah, yeah, um, but it's 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 a bold movie and it's really brutal at at times. There are people dying and. But in, in the honest, end, you don't really see them die, but you know they did. That's what, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. No, sorry. And I kind of did, but okay. The, the thing that bugs me a bit is, uh, like what you said, it's, it's, it's very brutal at times. Or uh, Like the, the sequence was when Moses kills that guy. Mm -hmm. And then you have the, those you have those elements, and then at the same time, you have people breaking out into song. Yeah. And, and to me, that doesn't mix well. Uh, yeah. But again, it's very subjective, so... Uh, uh, oh, and this might not be appropriate to say, but uh, the way the women are animated and drawn in this movie, mm. incredibly hot. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's just one thing that struck me. I'm like, bam. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the appropriate thing to say about uh, 
Uh, <laughs> I was okay with that. <laughs> that's, that's actually one of the things that stood out from to me. Um, yeah, but I, what I, I I thought I'd mention this in the end after the big catastrophe. I th- I was wondering how they were going to solve um, the reactions from the people when they see all these uh, spoiler alert uh, people get uh, killed in the you know by, by the massive wave. Yes, but I really liked how they did the stuff where people are. They look like they're grieving or, uh, you know, they're sad. And then they have uh, other people running towards them and hugging them. And, yeah, you, have, you really have to see it to, to see what I'm talking about. But I, I thought that was a great uh, moment in the movie. And, and they tackled that uh, very well. Kudos, kudos to DreamWorks for that. Yeah. Uh Probably one of my absolute favorite DreamWorks movies, by the way. But does that really say much? No. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, do you agree with our caller last week who had this as his? Uh, it seemed like it was one of his top movies. Well, I mean, there's sequences in this movie that I think are almost, are amazing, uh, that that are really great. From an um, art art yes. standpoint, yeah. As from a movie point of view. To me, it doesn't really. Uh, what's how would you say? It does not um, get me. It, it, it's it, it at moments it does grab me, but then there's so much other stuff that kind of pushes me away again. That uh, yeah. Uh, it's a mix. I have a mixed feeling about it too. It, it, <laughs> it's a, I, I actually like the story, but it has its ups and downs and. I'm not really into the religious aspect of it, so um, for me, it's like a five out of the, ten. You know, the thing that I like about it is that it's actually um, the, the story is actually quite uh, adult. It's, yeah, it it's is. an adult theme, and, and I like that. And I like the designs of the movie, and I like the artwork of the movie, and yeah. I, I like the animation of the movie. It's just I wish. I wish they would have told the story a bit differently. It, it, to me, yeah. it, 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 <sighs> them, get, they, they try yeah. and make it like this realistic adaptation of what went down, with you know, with the the, the text in the beginning saying oh, this is our interpretation of the Exodus. Yeah, uh, I'm glad they put that up. It, but there's no song numbers in the Exodus. I mean, they, they do take artistic liberties in retelling the story. So, oh yeah, it does kind of contradict what they say in the beginning of the movie, if I'm not mistaken. But to me, it just. I, I wish they would have <laughs> dropped the music and tightened up the story a bit. And, yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> I I thought it was okay with music, but I I don't like the Broadway uh, style music mixed with all that stuff. It, it was kind of a strange mix. It's it kind put of me a bit off at times. I, I feel. Yeah. But we have to end this. Uh, never. Where do, where never do you put it on your list? See, that's, it's kind of tough because um, <laughs> it is. I just finished. Wa- I've just watched it today. So um, yeah, me too. Uh, but while uh, while you while you tell us where you put this on the list, I can I can say so far that it's either um, right now it's between South Park and Bolt and Three Caballeros. But I'm, I'm going to wait to hear what you say and then I'll, I'll give you my final statement. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was thinking about putting this just above uh, Bolt. So, uh, Are you kidding me? That high up? Yeah. Impressive. But I, I mean, the, 
the like the, the ten movies at the bottom of my list, n- not my favorites, but this <laughs> was uh, above average, so I'm putting it just above uh, Bolt. I actually liked it, just for, especially for just for the art. It's a really beautiful movie. Yeah, it is. Um, it lacks a bit of acting, especially towards the end. And the first twenty minutes are absolutely the best of this movie. Again, you think? Yeah, I thought that was really great stuff. Uh, this is a tough. One. I'll just just to save you guys some time. I'll just say uh, it's below South Park, but above Bolt. I mean, to me, Bolt the action sequences are. Perfect. Yeah. But, uh, this is more, it has more. I like, it's a bigger theme, it's a bigger story, and the artwork is outstanding. And uh, it's a bigger movie. Something different, yes. So I'll, I'll above Bolt and below South Park. Cool. Amazing that South Park's gonna end up being so high up on my list. I never thought <laughs> that it would be like in the top. Uh, no. <laughs> so, um, what's for next week? Uh,. Uh, Coraline, yes, it's Coraline next week. Yeah, um, I actually haven't seen that, so I'm really looking forward to that. You should, because it's. I'm not going to say anything, because then I'll. Because <laughs> it's. Because it's, it's uh, average. It's, it's, ooh, it's right, right in between the Bolt and South Park. And yeah. Uh, the only thing left. Left. I have a <laughs> voice uh, disorder. Disorder. This. Something. Dysfunction. Dysfunction today. Uh, so the only thing left is to round up this <laughs> week's ACP. And we'll be back next week with more news and animation-related stuff. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash ACP News. And please leave us voicemail on Skype. Don't forget our username, Animation Conversation. One word. Yes, <laughs> one word, as Alan said. Remember to visit our uh, swag shop as we did uh, a couple of days ago. I bought myself a new uh, t-shirt and a cruise. A mug. Uh, a mug, two mugs actually, <laughs> a coffee mug. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> a cruise? Yeah. You can do the ACP cruise. And the ACP cruise, the, the yearly ACP cruise. We're going down to uh, the uh, Caribbean. Yes. Did you it's get the frosted mug or the regular mug? Uh, both. You kidding me? You got both? Yeah. I'm actually kind of jealous on the frosted mug. I spent a lot of money in that store. <laughs> <laughs> so, credit card. Yeah. Uh, you can also get other stuff like uh, pants and stickers. Or at least stickers. Uh, really big stickers to, to put on your car. you can get pants? No. <laughs> who, who get it's, pants? A, it's all a lie. Yeah. Uh, if you feel we're doing a good job and you want to support us, you can do that by pushing the donate button on our site. We are still like, still looking for uh, wannabe animation journalists around the globe. So if you want to help us out and uh, do a couple of interviews, as we are doing in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, more about that later. Uh, you know how to get in touch with us. And you can do that by emailing us at uh, feedback at animationconversation.com. That is also where you send us your tips, feedback, or whatever comes into your mind, your brain. And please read the show notes where we put all the links related to this show. And you can find us at www.animationconversation.com. That's it for this week's Animation Conversation Weekly. Until next time, have fun. And animate.